Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Antonio breaks down the law of attraction so well that it doesn't matter whether you're a child or an adult whether you're 8 years old or 80 years old. Antonio teaches the law of attraction in a way to where anyone can grasp the concept, can gain understanding, and can begin to use the law of attraction to get what it is that they desire most in life. I guarantee you that you want to take a listen to Antonio's podcast, Secret to Success, Law of Attraction. Right, so I want to talk, or I want to train and so we got people online. My laptop is here. And my brother in front of me, you want to come on camera and be seen? Because you look good. You know, you're, you're, well, come on in. It's all right. Come on in. Come on in. You look good. He's a good looking brother. He's got Not his. Today. Not today. He's got his. He's got his. He's got his zoot suit on. Hey, he's got his zoot suit on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Got his all zoot right. suit on. Good. I heard that were years. I ain't said it in years. This is like 2003 since I said it. We want to talk about the law of attraction. I am starting this first part of the 30 days off in this law of attraction. 
But the thing people do not understand is so important to understand this. Feelings. Okay? Now, I'm going to have some Q&A going on. And I'm going to talk real quick. And I want you to understand this here. Okay? So, I'm going to talk first. I'm going to let you guys ask questions. Do me a favor. Ask questions. Because there are thousands of people out here that need the benefit of your questions. Now, also you, while listening to me, I'm telling these in person or online, and you, be present. Whatever you're doing, don't do it. It's not important. Be present in this moment. That's part of what we're going to talk about. Let's talk about your feelings. As much as you do not understand, or even understand, you are one big feeling. That is it. It was agreed upon before you ever got here, that God, that you would call God, the creative source, was so complex in its language that you would communicate through feelings. This is, this is all, this, this is just the way it works, okay? You, are oh, you taking notes? Good job. I appreciate you taking notes. Your feelings are your highest conversation with God. Your, 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 what you call God. Your feelings are how you communicate with your future you. Because words don't matter. This is why I need you. Words are not objective. Words, as long as a language is alive, that language will change and those words will change meaning. Right? Listen to me. As long as as language is alive and those that 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 language has words in it that those words would change meaning i'll give you a few examples in fact you all help me out bark what does bark mean dog. okay dog okay roof, roof. okay roof roof do you have a different one you can't hear okay i'm losing connection here It's more than likely my connection in and out. So we're going to change that while live here. Probably going to... Is it is it in and out like really, really bad? All right. What we're going to do here is hang up. I'm going to switch you to FaceTime or put, put you on the phone. One or the other. We'll make it work. Okay. All right. So I'm disconnecting here because I want her to hear this. Now, the online person. Bark. You said woof woof. Now, since she is disconnected, what I want to do here, I'm going to try FaceTiming first since she has an iPhone. Since she is, I mean, since she's disconnected, she can't hear. I'm going to say bark can also be a train. Right. Okay, right? And let's Not see what she comes Okay, it's okay. So let's see. We're going to see if that works right. Okay, can you hear me? Is this better? Is this better? Is it still breaking up? Okay, it's better. She says it's better. So I'm, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to take this out and I'm going to put you, okay, so she's going to speak. Great. Now, give me a definition of bark. Besides dog. Bark of the tree. Okay. All right. <laughs> so while we were disconnected, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to say tree. Okay. You get it? Bark of a tree. Then you can even use bark as a phrase, as in that euphemism, not euphemism, 
like spilling the beans. There's a phrase for that. Probably is uh, Could could be colloquialism. You barking up the wrong tree. You get it? How this idiom? Idiom. That's what it is. Thank you. You're barking. Good job. Good job. Good job. You're barking up the wrong tree. Make sense? So as long as the language is alive, that language would change. Okay. Can you still hear me? The moment I start breaking up, please let me know. Okay. Can you hear me? Outstanding, outstanding. Cell phone working a bit better than computer. So check this out. The reason why I'm bringing this up to you is because words are not as powerful as you think. They are powerful, but they're made up. Words are only gibberish that we use to describe feelings. If you're taking notes, you should write that down. Words are only if we're writing down to just circles on paper, we just circle them into letters that you call it. Depending on your language. Depending on your language. If you have a picture language like Hebrew, then those circles are pictures. If you took your letters from the Roman alphabet, like English, then you have what you call alphabets. Make sense? Thank you. We have alphabets. So you get what I'm saying? Now, what is here is the understanding that your words don't mean stuff. Okay? I'm trying to get you to understand this here. Although your words are valuable, although they are pretty, although they are wonderful, they're not the way, they're not the preferred way that the creative source of God communicates with you. Is everybody understand what I'm saying? That means your feelings are. So if you feel bad, your inner being is screaming, stop. We have agreed upon what is greatness for you. We have agreed upon what is your supreme destiny. You and I, inner being in you, because I've told you before, you're just a physical extension of what the creative source is. So we, before you came to your consciousness, you and I agreed. What is happiness for you? And the reason why you feel bad is because I'm screaming at you, stop. Because this is not what you want. This is not what you want. So if you're in a, if you're in a place and that place gives you nothing but bad feelings. Your inner being, God, there's a few, let's give you some termination for inner being. Inner being, consciousness, future self, right self, your Holy Spirit. We, we go on and on and on. On, so many, I've heard it so many, it doesn't matter. Okay? Terminology is not important. Why? Because those are words. We quiver and argue and go to war over words. And we never pay attention to feeling. We want to be so right with our words that in our rightness of words so we can be right, we never really experience that we feel bad when we are right. Think about it. How many times have you been with your significant other and you won that argument but felt bad? 
think about that for a second. This is it's all law of attraction. Every time you win, every time you hurt someone, you feel bad for it. And you feel bad for it because the inner being is saying you shouldn't have won it. You, you picked your pride over harmony. You picked your pride over this job. All you had to do was just be in harmony with that situation. We would have won. If you didn't want to be in harmony, you wanted to be right. Which is why you two and the many people who I, I teach, you always hear me say, you can be right or you can be rich. Because words, although they have their power, they're not objective. I can prove that you're not objective. I'm speaking English. 1400, this language did not exist. How can something be objective if once upon a time it did not exist? Then, some of you take the words of your holy scripture. You take the words of your holy scripture and you try to force them to be the word of God and not the feeling of God. I got you. The feeling of God would never let you harm someone with words. Because I'm up That is not to say your holy scriptures are not the word of however you want to say it. Between you. What I'm saying is when you take what you think is the word and you put nothing but angry feelings behind it and hurt someone with it, you're now ignoring God talking to you, saying, don't do that with my word. Okay, go ahead. Got a question over here. I just answered it. <laughs> well, for the sake of uh, the audience, so they'll know the question and, and know that you sure. did just answer it. My question was, this over here because noise cancellation. understand uh, you, you, ain't you, you know, with, with words. Okay. Understanding that words are not objective. Not. Okay. Words change. Language change. We got and, and, and right. thousands of languages. Right. Okay. And with me being a preacher. Okay. That's right. I'm going to relate to life and death lies in the power of your tongue. Okay. Which will say the words you speak. Right, right. But you answer that by saying something even more powerful than just saying the words you speak. It's the feeling that's right. that come behind that's right. the words you speak. That's right. That's, that's the right. life and death. That's the life and death. Okay. That's right. So had you asked that question, that's what I would have told you. The formula that all of you need to remember is thought plus emotion equals creation. All of you need to remember that. Thoughts plus emotion equals creation. Watch it. I'm going to die right now. See, I didn't die, although there's power and death in the tongue, because I have no emotion behind that, because I ain't trying to die. Does this make sense? I'm not telling you to speak death over yourself. I'm saying if I really believed that I was going to die, and I kept saying it, that thought plus emotion Go out, and I will die. 
and it will be because I've prophesied my own death. Because this has nothing to do with religion. Yes. Yes, yes, you're having a breakthrough. Let us hear this breakthrough. Come now, sir. No, because you just said, okay, uh -huh. I will prophesy my own death. Right. Again, me being a preacher, I went to the church. But that's why I use that word, because you, we were talking to a preacher at the time. Right. So that just hit a light bulb in me, because that quick I reflected on every prophet I've ever met. Yeah. Any prophet I've ever met that was considered false didn't have emotions with the words he was speaking. Which, you, which in the church world you would call conviction. Right. What is conviction? Something you truly believe in. If, if, you're, if you're doing something fake, falsely, you don't believe in it. You can, you can assimilate or, excuse me, simulate the power of belief or the emotion or the illusion of I believe in this. I can sweat and do this all day. But deep in my sponsored thoughts, or what Napoleon Hill calls auto-suggestion, or dominant thoughts, I don't believe that. This is why this not coming back. Everything in this world is a feeling. Feelings is just a word that we made up to describe vibration. That's it. That, that is it. It's just so hard to say... You know what? I am vibrating at 98,373 megahertz right now. And you say, I feel bad. <laughs> you saying. It's easy to do that. I need you to get. I need you to truly receive. And ask question at any time. I need you to truly receive. That when you feel bad, your inner being is screaming at you to stop doing whatever you're doing. Now, I was explaining to me and a good friend of mine was having a good conversation about this, an equal conversation about this. That when you, an equal, I'm stressing this, an equal conversation about this. You would argue, you think you feel bad because I've done something. You've done something. The person has offended you. That's not the way it works. You only feel bad because your inner being is saying, no, you want harmony with this person. This person is in tune with your future, in tune with your reality. It's not that you feel bad because I did something. Why? You can never change me. I can never change you. I can never change you. I can never change you. Ever. I can only change me. That's it. I can't change you. That's you and your vibration. I can't change you. The only thing I can do is change how I feel about what you're doing to me. And when I change how I feel about what you're doing to me, at that moment, I become a master, a god of my feelings, of my vibration. And gods are not weak. So you can't make me do anything that I do not want to do. Does this make sense? Because my feeling has been mastered by me. So if I feel bad because you mistreated me, that's not why I feel bad. I don't feel bad because you made me feel bad. Because you can't. I feel bad because my inner being is saying, stop this argument. This argument keeps us from our dreams. Or stop arguing with this person because this person is tied into your dreams. We didn't agree to this. I am saving you from hurting your future. 
feelings. I had to start. I've got to start off this first 30 days with this. In the movie The Secret, Lisa Nichols says, before Lisa Nichols start talking, it's a lady before, I don't remember her name, she says, Psychologists say, well, man says, got psychologists say all these thoughts. And the lady says, You can't mind your thoughts, that's too exhausting. And Lisa Nichols says, with a great tone in her voice, that you have these thoughts, you have these feelings, and if you feel good, right, you understand, and you feel bad, she says, but she starts off with the negative. With the day. Hate. Revenge. You get it? You get it? You Matter of fact, since this is my training, I can do what yeah. I want. Yeah, I'll play that part. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> find that part and play it. <laughs> I can do what I want. <laughs> but, but you understand what I'm saying. It is important that all of you completely understand that in your feeling of what is going on in your life, what is happening to you, okay? What is happening to you, What's going on? All these things are not what you want. So let me stop talking real quick. Let me find this little feelings section real quick. And if you can YouTube it faster than me, that will work too. I'm gonna find it. I think he's it right here. Alright, here's Lisa Nichols talking 2008. She's talking about the first step. So here we go. I did not own this film, this is a secret, okay. <laughs> but it is relevant. <coughs> Cut my speaker on. Alright. Hold this. Make sure this is being seen properly. Write it in the present okay. tense. Let's show it to the camera. Right, right. And so have him grateful now that, and then explain how you want your life to be in every area. And this is really fun. This is like having the universe as your catalog, and you flip through it and you go, well, I'd like to have this experience, and I'd like to have that product, and I'd like to have a person like that. It is you just placing your order with the universe. It's really that easy. Step two is believe. Believe that it's already yours. Have what I love to call unwavering faith. Believing in the unseen. Your wish is going to mind. And the universe will start to rearrange itself to make it happen. Hey, you bring it back. Most of us have never allowed ourselves to want what we you bring back. want because we can't see right. how it's going to manifest. So I'm going to explain what's happening here. This whole belief. Most of us won't allow. A belief is a feeling. Belief is a feeling that overrides doubt. Belief is a feeling that says, here is failure. I override you in the name of my belief. I have no intentions on not getting what I desire. I see the facts set before me. These facts intellectually create doubt for me. However, my feeling says I don't need facts. I need my experience. It's making sense. Okay, <laughs> I was with the church. Now, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to open it up for questions. 
And I'm going to tell you what's next. And what's next is going to be very hard for you to accept. Okay? So let's open up for questions right now. Let's take one from the phone. And let's see what we got. Okay, no question from why you're such a high level of awareness. Question. No. I actually don't have a question. That's cool too. You, you, uh, you answered the only question I would have and that was awesome. You know, boom broke. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah. Fair enough. No, no, no. Again, of course, I mean, I'm surrounded by two highly level, <laughs> uh, with a high level of awareness so they have a clear understanding. Makes sense. All this makes sense. Feeling. <coughs> Your feeling governs what you desire. It governs what you're attracting. It creates a reality. But it is this universe, it is, it is your God communicating. Feelings are, are objective. You know, it feels good or it feels bad. Now, why you're feeling can be completely subjective. The perception can be throwing you off, that's, that's all. But the mere fact that you have this feeling, it is killing you or it is blessing you. No problem. The mere fact that you have this feeling is killing you or is blessing you. It is your body, your inner being saying, listen, we love you. We're not going to let you do this without knowing that we disagree with this. We disagree with it because you disagree with it. You're doing what you disagree with. Yes. Okay. I do have a question now. Okay. With feeling and uncomfortable. Okay. Because sometimes, in in order to get, and I have an understanding of it, in order to get anything you want that's worthy of you, it's not going to come in comfort. But I also understand, and you taught me that, even what we think is uncomfortable is really comfortable for our body, right? Right. So when you're feeling uncomfortable, is that a feeling to move forward? Or a feeling to say, let me analyze this decision before I make it? Well, it just depends on the situation. If you're feeling uncomfortable and you're supposed to be doing that, you don't feel uncomfortable. You feel like you should be moving forward and you consciously telling yourself, no, no, I shouldn't. And that is causing uncomfort. But scientifically, it's causing what they call cognitive dissonance. It is, you got two neurons holding two competing ideas. It is causing neurologically frustration. And frustration causes uncomfort. It is not that you feel uncomfortable. It is... You feel good about moving forward. You're, you're disagreeing about moving forward. And that disagreement with your inner being says, don't disagree with me. Here's some uncomfort. So you can understand that you're disagreeing with the wrong thing. You told me this is what you want. This is why I'm giving you uncomfort. uncomfort because if you don't do this, it will be pain instead of uncomfort. Got it? Got it. 
Now flip that. It's not something you're supposed to be doing. And you feel uncomfortable. It's because your inner being said, hey, this is not what we're supposed to be doing whatsoever. Don't do this. And then you override it and say, nah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to date him. I'm going to date her. I'm going to smoke this. I'm going to curse this person. It says, you sure? Because that's not what you want. Get this uncomfort so you don't do it. You get it? <clears throat> and of course, you do it, and that's why you go into pain. Uncomfort is your inner being saying, wait, what you're about to do is not what you want to do. It is the warning before destruction. That's all it is. It's the warning before destruction. And about what you're about to do means if you're if you're supposed to let's, let's say let's give you an example. I'm supposed to go back to college. Oh man, I feel uncomfortable every time I think about that. You're supposed to. You're feeling this uncomfort because what you're about to do is quit on your dreams. And if you quit on your dreams, what you receive after that is pain. So the uncomfort is the warning before the destruction of yourself, your dream. Said it the other way, more concisely. I shouldn't go over here. Death is that way. Yes, we shouldn't go over here. But I think I'm going to go over there and try it anyway. See, we want to be alive. Because you told me you want to live out your highest expression of yourself. You're trying to go over there. Get this uncomfort so you don't go over there. Because if you go over there, there is destruction. Makes sense. Good. That's what there is. There is just destruction. Feeling. Feelings, feelings, feelings is this complex being simply talking to you. Everybody got what I'm saying thus far? On, on Tempest, did you get what I said thus far? Yes. Outstanding. Because you have a good understanding. I'm setting up the second part of this conversation. <laughs> that is all I'm doing. The second part of this conversation is going to hit you both hard if anybody watching. Okay? You're not going to like what I'm going to say. It is going to immediately hurt in your head what I'm getting ready to say. So we have a full, clear understanding that comfort and uncomfort, good and bad feelings, hurt and pain, joy, and laughter, they're feelings. You understand what I'm saying? They're feeling. So you are feeling good. Got it? Or you're feeling bad. Make sense? All right. Makes sense. Whew. That being said, I want to talk to you about prayer. Okay. Boom. Can you repeat what you just said? Yes. I want to talk to you about prayer. As I sit into this, my office, relax. Did you hear me? Am I breaking up? Yes. All right. Breaking up like every other word. So I'm going to call you because you can't miss this. All right. That's what we're going to do. Good live thing. I like it. I'm getting ready to say something very powerful. 
Come on, headphones. There we go. Oh, yes. Yeah, they won't even let me hang up. It's trying to reconnect. I'm trying to hang up. I won't tell you who my cellular provider is. I shall just tell thee that they're failing us right now. Live. I have a lot of people. And my Wi-Fi provider, too. Okay. Now, let's talk. Up until now, you have understood the feeling that I'm talking about. Both of you agree, I understand exactly what you're talking about. That's good. Let's talk about prayer. I want to tell you that you pray from a wrong position because you pray as a victim. Said that before. It's true. But what I, I have a tendency to talk to people slightly above their level of understanding, especially if it's a crowd, because I can't go as deep as I want to, just because of pushback and acceptance and rocky soul. I want everybody to understand. Stop asking your creator for stuff. No, I told you. I told you. You're not going to like this. Okay? Can you hear me, Tempest? Okay, you're just in my headphones. So nobody, I don't have no speaker. Now, you're asking. And you, now you remember, both of you and all of you online are saying, yep, I understand what you're saying about feelings. That's good. I understand about feelings. Everybody understood about feelings, correct? Everybody got it. Nobody could disagree that we said feelings. And I said, yep, you finished your inner being communicating. He was like, yep. And I got a full understanding. Like, yep. Hey, when you have to ask, I need you to understand that you feel you don't have it. Or don't deserve it, which still I don't have it. I'm, I'm, listen to me. If you, if you don't catch this, everything is going to build moving forward. I'm not, I can, I can do this behind a green screen do it lecture style and let you have it and and you could be like wow that was so professional I'm not looking for professional I'm looking for wow that was great content that is exactly what I needed to change my life wow he gave us away free I would have paid $5,000 per class for this this is what I'm looking for I'm not looking for watch how great I am and how great my media team is, etc. Okay? This is what I'm saying. Most of your feelings that are guiding your life, y'all are not aware of. Catch this concept. I went to talk about all those feelings, and you're like, yeah, I get it. I feel bad. I feel... You're aware of that. You're not aware that every single time you ask, your deity of choice for something. You're not aware of the feeling that says, because I don't have it. You're not aware that in you, fundamentally, is lack. And you have to overcome that feeling of lack just to finally receive. This is why your prayer is not being answered. Because the feeling 
your God does well answering prayers. Just not the ones that you think you got to overcome lack to get past. You don't have to ask for anything. Yeah, I'm trying to make this make as much sense as possible. He had, he had a breakthrough moment off camera. <laughs> you don't have to ask for anything. Expect everything. The law of attraction, the people who apply the law of attraction habitually walk around expecting favor. The people who get lucky, they expect to be lucky. The, the, the people who, who have and be everything that they desire, they expected it. <laughs> you expect bad news. So you get all the CNN notifications, the Fox News notifications. You expect political arguments. So you, you that's what pops on your Facebook timeline. Twitter, you, the poorest place, the poorest place in the known, in the new known world is social media comments. If you ever want to see poverty at its finest, go to a viral thread and listen to the, and read the comments. Just go. Just go and read the comments. It is a great story of this little kid drinking clean water for once. And you have a lot of negative comments. Why? Because they feel bad. And the great thing about feelings is feelings love to be shared. The bad thing about feelings is not a law against sharing them. It is not a law against people sharing poison with you. It's not. Not poison as in the feeling. Real poison, yes. Poisonous feelings? No. There's no law protecting you against poisonous feelings. Everybody listen. Everybody lean in. This is vitally important. I, I need you to grab that you are worshiping or experiencing like you're not experiencing. You're asking. And since you ask, you say in your feeling, I don't have. Thoughts plus emotion equals creation. So you create more of the experience I don't have. Is this what this is? It's not changing. You don't to argue with this. This is objective facts. Your feeling, your feeling, when you pray, you don't have to ask for anything. You're Christian, all over your Bible says, you ask him. Whatever you ask, I already gave it to you. Most of you are waiting for permission to live. And you've already been given permission to live. You're, you're, you're asking. You're, you're asking. You're saying, please, may I? If you have to ask, it means you do not have. I want to fundamentally change the way this is what you're not aware of. You're not aware of that when you, let's, i give you an example. You want to make $40,000 the next 30 days. Guess what you're going to ask? How? That is what, that three words has robbed more dreams than the word no. No has never robbed dreams. Anybody with a prosperous mindset that hears no, 
I'm going to show you. No means next opportunity. It's an acronym. Next opportunity. That's it. When you hear no and you go, well, I can't get it that way. How am I going to get it? Uh-oh. Well, those three words again, those three letters. Uh-oh. How? How kills dream. <coughs> because how says, I don't know. And you only create the experience of it. I don't know. And you get more situations and more people and more lovers that simply reinforce you don't know anything. And you walk around not knowing. And you pray to your God not knowing. Expect. Lisa Nichols has it in the secret. Go back there. Go to your mailbox. Here's a bill. Here's a bill. Do yourself a favor. Expect a check. All right. <laughs> expect a check. And and I I expect it. You get it? Every expect. Day. Think about it. When you expect, like just me saying the word expect, something. It, 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 it just does something. Yeah. It just expect. Expect. And it's, so I can't expect. It doesn't no. even sound right. right. <laughs> I, I can't I can't with low self-esteem say the word expect. Even if <coughs> expect can only come with emotion. Even if I'm angry. I expect you to respect me. Mm -hmm. you, you see how much that, mm -hmm. how much power, it was like an invisible, <laughs> just, just energy just went. When you ex expect comes with power. And where there is power, there is creation. <clears throat> power, true power, is felt, not seen. True power. Watch. Feelings that are killing you or they're blessing you. Law of attraction. <coughs> Everything in this world is a big feeling. Everything. Everything. It's all a big feeling. You're a big feeling. The universe is a big feeling. We're feeling one another because we're all connected. Whether it be entanglement or whatever you do in the least of these, my brother, you do also done to me. Quantum physics, Bible. It doesn't matter. We're all one feeling, experiencing the feelings of ourselves, and we're only allowing into our into our reality others who want to share in our feelings, even if it's by accident, even if it's unintentional. Watch how you ask for things. I don't ask for anything. You'll never hear me pray and ask. So would you like another solution? Gratitude. Thank you. What do you want? What do you want next year? Prosperity. Tempest, what do you want next year? Did you say, say it again? I She wants to pay for someone's house in her own house. Okay? Next year. Pay for someone's house in her own house. I'm going to do you both. Let's 
let's go to your deity of choice and prayer. Okay, this doesn't, I'm not, I'm not trying to fix anybody's religion. Both of you believe in Christianity. Strongly. <laughs> Strongly. <laughs> okay. And uh, when you want it, you want me to put it on speaker so you can say that? No, it's just. <laughs> Tim just gave some great insight. I'll say that. He said strongly over there. <laughs> but you, but, but all of us do not necessarily believe in Christianity. And this, is, this is not the point. This, this is, if you're looking for which religion is right, that's, you're in the wrong place. Okay? You're in the wrong place. <laughs> I am not, under any circumstances, religious. I understand every major religion. The top six. In and out. Because I like to communicate with people. This is me. Alright. Now, but since in front of me there is strong Christianity, I'll take that perspective and I'll take the non-Christian perspective. Same time. Okay? So we'll put the non I'll answer Tempests with the non-Christian perspective, house. And I'll answer yours with a Christian perspective. Not that one of you chose the other. That's just what I'm going to do. Okay? Illustrate the phrase. You. God, I just want to thank you right now. Not only for my life, but for the truck you, you have on its way. I want to thank you for the prosperity that you've given to me. Not only right now, because as I speak, my voice does not tremble. That's prosperity. As I speak, I exit oxygen, and I have no lack, because when I stop speaking, I breathe in more than what I put out. That's prosperity. I thank you that I'm not naked as I pray to you. I am clothed, not only in my right mind, because he's as as his Baptist get. I had to speak your language. It's <laughs> nice. <laughs> But I'm also clothed in robes that cost more than what I used to be able to afford. I remember a time when I couldn't afford a $50 suit. Now I wear $1,000. I thank you that my closet has more money in it in clothes than I ever accumulated or held on to at one time. For that reason, I thank you for my prosperity it's on the way. My house is, well, that's tent. My truck is on the way. What else did you say? Okay, my house that's on the way. My my beautiful marriage that will continue to be, not only way, on the way, because it already is, but continue to be for the next 70 years. Thank you. I fully expect that you've done these things. Why do I expect these things? Because you said come before you with boldness. Because you have grace. And then according to your faith, in Jesus' name. Amen. Where did I ask him for anything? True. And where was I arrogant? Super true. And where did I violate the Bible? Nowhere. Exactly. That's what I'm Yes, sir. What's your question? Nah, you, you on camera. <laughs> it's a real question. Oh, it's a real question. They didn't already saw you. All right, man. It's a real question. <coughs> there you go. Why are we taught to ask and we shall receive? Okay. <coughs> You're asking. When, when Jesus, there's nothing wrong with asking. If you expect. Okay. That's, that's the answer. 
ask when when, Jesus, when 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 your Bible says Jesus lifted up bread and fish. Think about think about his prayer to his own father. And when it came down, it was multiplied. Think about that for a second. Please, if you don't mind. I know you can do it. No. Thank you for doing it. So, so don't think I'm being not true to your own scriptures. Right, you are. What Jesus That's said, like, yeah, he said, thank you, Father, for doing this. And it was done. And when it came down, <laughs> it was done. Yeah, yeah, it was Makes sense. All right. Now, non-Christian perspective. doesn't matter if any religion or atheist. It doesn't matter. Naturalist. doesn't matter. I'm going to write down the date that I'm going to buy someone else a house. And I'm going to write down the date I'm going to buy my <clears throat> myself a house. Now watch it. What I'm not going to do is make my house away from this separate house far apart. Because when I say I need time, I'm, if I buy this one first in March, then I have to, I'm going to wait till November so I can recoup money. If I have to recoup money, I'm saying I don't have it. And if I have to recoup money, I'm saying when I get this house in March or in this month for this one person, I have to say I'm going to run out then. And what's going to happen? You're going to create a reality in which you're running out of money. That makes sense. Right? Now, how do we fix that? Glad you asked. I want two houses. This is going to happen. I am willing to die for this happening. I would do anything it takes, legally and morally, to make sure this happens. I would learn new information. I will receive information from people I thought could not teach me. I will move prosperously and control my thoughts and my emotions until I get to this point. I will leave any toxic environment of people behind until I get to this point. And when I do get these houses, may they be at the same time, someone else or some asset pays for it, and I continue to remain in massive overflow. The dollar, I expect, the dollar amount I expect for each house Houston medium is $225,000 a piece. That means I need half a million dollars. I want this half a million dollars to be no sweat off my back. I expect it. I'm already walking around like I receive it. That's me, so it be done. There is no difference. I actually took the whole one through six miles. <laughs> Thick Girl Rich has a six-step model, and I literally did the whole thing in that example. You get what I'm saying? Did you see the difference in my feeling between your prayer and my natural statement that I wrote down? There's no lack there. In fact, for some of you right now, listen to me online. Listen to me in person. You felt energy. You were like, poof, all right. Wait a minute. Am I supposed to shout right here? Yes, Ooh, Lord. Did you get it? You, Am I supposed to? Whew, why was I motivated by that? Because I pushed off what you needed. And you don't need lack. The truth is, 
Lack and poverty are enemies of God or prosperity. I don't even look at it. Lack is the enemy. Poverty is the enemy of God or lack. Allah, kingdom, whatever you believe. Make sense? This whole lesson in this entirety for a little square down. It's been about feelings. The law of attraction is simply the side effect of the law of vibrations. You have a word for vibrations, feelings. So said plainly, the law of feelings creates the law of attraction, and the law of feelings is searching out any feelings that match it and will give it unto you. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't plan better. You can. I used to laugh at things like law of attraction, what you think is what you create, anything related to energy, you attract who you are, anything of that nature I used to laugh at because I'm like, that's not true. And then I came across Antonio in his teachings of Law of Attraction. And at first I rejected it. Because again, I used to laugh at these things. And the more and more I listened to Antonio's teachings, the more and more things actually started making sense to me. Things started opening up for me. And things started changing for me. The law of attraction teachings that Antonio does have absolutely changed my life from the way that I parent to the person that I am today to the way I do business to the way I live my life. I never knew how important your thoughts and your emotions were and that you actually attract that. You know, we always say this is what I want. But what are you attracting deep within you? What vibration are you putting out there? And it took Antonio's teachings for me to be able to understand that while in my head I'm saying, this is what I want. The vibration that I'm putting out is a complete opposite. Once he taught me that, the next step was to teach me how to vibrate at what I wanted. Once I started vibrating at what I wanted, that's when I noticed just how real the law of attraction is. Antonio has taught me that thoughts plus emotion equal creation, how to vibrate at what you want, how to put yourself where you want to be, to feel it, to smell it, to taste it, to see it, how to touch it, put yourself there and stay there and vibrate there and it will come to you the people that you want to attract into your life vibrate there who are they how do they look what are they dressed like what are their characters what, you know who are they and the biggest thing that he ever taught me was how to be a better me through law of attraction i used to ask him how do i become better he was like I didn't know at the time where I wanted to 
told me exactly how to do it. He said, find the people who you are drawn to. Find those who are where you want to be. And start moving like they move. Study them. What I didn't realize was he was teaching me how to attract my future self. And in the process of doing that, even attract being able to associate with these people, be on the same level with them, be in the same atmosphere and network with them. And I have actually had the opportunity to start moving in that direction because he taught me how to attract that into my life. And learning the law of attraction through Antonio has truly changed my life, has truly changed my success, has truly changed who I am today. And while I am not perfect in the law of attraction, staying on top of and consistently listening to Antonio's teachings remind me every day to be grateful, to attract that into my life, to only focus on the outcome and attract only the outcome of my life and don't get stuck in the how and the why, just focus on the finish line and I'll attract the finish line into my life. The law of attraction has made me a greater person. I know it will do the same thing. Hey everybody, it's Antonio T. Smith Jr. And I'm excited to be with you. And I want to take this opportunity to tell you what you get, what this pathbender is about. Can you really change your life? Can I change your life? Can you bend your path? And I want to talk about four things that help you understand how I've come up with pathbender and how the idea of actually bending your path is not only realistic, but it's realistic for you. The first thing I want to tell you is I can't teach you anything because you already know everything. There is something so different about you. Something about you is so fundamentally different that if I disassemble you and put you back together, you won't have life. You don't work like the cameras recording me or the lights around the studio. Something about you is different. So if you hear me say anything in these four things that I want to tell you, the first one being you already know everything. If it feels like you're remembering, if it feels good to your soul, if it feels well with your being, that is how you know it is true. And the first thing that I'm telling you, it is true that you know what I'm about to say, you've just forgotten. There are distortions over you and these truths that have escaped you are finding their ways back to you. And I am just your guide back to your compass. It's the first thing. So in truth, something about you understands you can bend your path. Maybe you haven't thought of it 
or maybe you've been thinking about it and now it is here. And it is my most gracious honor to be the person you're listening to and to be the soul that's intertwined with your destiny. The second thing I want to tell you is the principle Wu Wei. You find it in the Tao, Taoism. It is this idea of not forcing anything. My friends, life is not a life of manipulation. It's more of a life of meditation. Manifestation does not go hand in hand with manipulation. And if you are forcing your path, you're on the wrong path. If things are not coming to you in the fastest, quickest, most harmonious way possible, if your life seems as if you are swimming up a stream, going against the grain, flowing through cement, if you have money, but no well relationships, or you have well relationships, but no money, if you are spiritual, but broke, and if you are religious, but can't make ends meet, you are manipulating your current path and you're not bending it to your will. Pathbender is a concept I've come up with. I am a big fan of the Wachowskis. And my favorite movie by them is Cloud Atlas. My second favorite movie now is The Matrix, which was my first, but now. And at the end of The Matrix Part 1, Neo bends reality to himself after he believes. And that's, that's basically the premise of Pathbender. The truth is, that's not science fiction. The idea of bending your path has been here for millennia. Bruce Lee told you, be like water, my friend. This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. And all these things are important. So this idea of Wu Wei is about you not forcing. And Pathbender is you finding your own path and you're not forcing the events you want. You're not manipulating the events you want. You are creating the events you want. You are the greatest creator to ever live on this planet and no one can create better than you, not now or ever. The third thing I want to tell you, and this may come as an offensive shock to some, but you are God. You are this life-giving force and I want you to think about it. You're the only species on this planet that can create something out of nothing. For, the, for theologians, way back in antiquity, there's a Latin phrase called 
ex nihilo. It is a phrase that means out of nothing and how God created this world ex nihilo, out of nothing. And the only life force on this planet that can take nothing and then make a masterpiece is God. But you've been doing that since the day you've been born. Take a piece of paper that has nothing there and out of nothing. J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter. Robert Greene wrote 48 Laws of Power. Out of nothing. The Steven Spielberg produced movies out of nothing. Does Denzel create characters that we remember forever? This idea of out of nothing. And you're the only one who can do that. Goldfish can't. Lions cannot. Just humans. You are God. You can find that in Christian texts in which in the book of Mark, the writer exclaims a question by the disciples as they turn towards Jesus and they ask, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the waves obey him. Now, this isn't Christian only thing. You don't have to be Christian, Jew, Muslim to get this. The writer is explaining that even the people, the ascended master Jesus was with on a daily basis, had no idea who he was. He was not a man. He was God in man's flesh. And I say the same thing to you. You're not a man. You're not a woman. You perform miracles on a daily basis. What manner of man are you that even blank pieces of paper respect your creative power? And the last thing I want to tell you is Pathbender is about becoming a force, a force to be reckoned with. Scientifically, there's a formula for force. You can look it up yourself. Force equals mass times acceleration. We, we must talk for a little bit. In order to become a force, you need mass multiplied by acceleration. In order for you to become a force, you need energy in one place over and over to become multiplied by the acceleration, the speeding up of something to become a force. Say it again. In order to become a force, Einstein says, all mass is energy in one place times the speed of light twice. You know that as E equals MC squared. Einstein 
scientifically understood and explained to us that mass is simply thought idea over and over and over a thought what is the greatest form of energy thought energy a thought over and over and over moving at the speed of light twice squared over and over in one place and once you keep putting energy in one place in one place in one place in one place the energy ceases to be something invisible and becomes a tangible piece of matter this is why it's hard to destroy something that exists energy can never be created and it can never be destroyed first law of thermodynamics because once you put energy in a place over and over and over and over again, it takes infinity to destroy what has been created. So in order to become a force, someone like me must teach you how to put your energy, harness your energy into one place over and over and over until it becomes something tangible. And in truth, you have been doing this your entire life. You just haven't been doing it deliberately for your benefit. But everything around you is your thought energy manifested into physical form. The second part of this equation, acceleration, is the idea that when you get this piece of matter you believe in it so much you see it so much it is so it is so tangible that it gains its own speed and then you put speed on top of that speed because everything in the world is in motion already in vibration so this idea of acceleration is this idea that the more you speed what you created up when you multiply that by what you created, you become a force. It's the basis of Pathbender. Mass times acceleration equals force. And many of you are attempting to become a force on this planet, but the problem is you haven't attracted someone like me yet to teach you how to deliberately create the mass you want in your life and how to deliberately accelerate that so you can be a force. Be like water, my friends. You can go to the event page and catch all of what's included. But I wanted to stand before you and tell you about the intent. I wanted you to feel my energy. I wanted you to see my face. Energy doesn't lie. If you believe like I believe, if there is something about you right now that I am awakening, we are at the same vibration, consider. I wanted you to catch my energy and I wanted you to know that your time is here and you have the power to bend your reality. Join me. Become a pathbender. I've been looking for you. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can 
dominate.